0: listening to this podcast do you often get bored and always search for something new that excites you welcome to the podcast of center for education innovation and research Navrajna university vadodara the podcast channel is dedicated to various aspects of education and pedagogy each episode brings to you innovations and the practitioners making a positive change in the field of education. Hello and welcome. This is Dr. Javed Khatri from Center for Education, Innovation and Research, Navratna University. Today we have a very interesting guest with us, Dr. Sumit Bhawal. He is an Associate Professor in the Department of Chemistry, School of Science, Navratna University, he has more than 12 years of teaching experience and more than 7 years of experience of research and development. He has completed his doctorates from the MS University of Baroda and University of Texas at Arlington. In addition to that, he has been an NIH Fellow and completed his postdoctorate from Texas Tech University USA. He specializes in organic and polymer chemistry. So, most welcome Dr. Sumit Bawal. Thank you Dr. Javid for your kind introduction. So, let me go to the first question. What new shift are you planning in delivering the content of your curriculum? So, one of the things that I have
1: been thinking about for quite some time is to, uh, to actually convert the whole uh, content into a series of questions. So the translation of the content into a series of questions. So we will address the content but we will pose a question that will lead to the content of the syllabus.
0: Excellent. It looks very interesting. Uh, What queries do you expect from your students in the classroom? Well, the whole idea
1: struck to me To uh, as a result uh, in in order to increase the curiosity of the students. So the first thing as a part of, you know, content delivery is that the audience with whom I'm speaking should be curious enough. So how to, uh, you know, uh, how to develop that curiosity in them. So uh, I I can exemplify that with with the kind of course I'm teaching that is chemistry for biologists. So we have to, the job is to, you know, teach uh, the basic concepts of chemistry to the biology students so which is they're not their major subject chemistry is not their major subject sure. so so keeping that in mind they are from a different domain so so the first thing if you if I have to give an example is uh, to is aqueous solution that is the first thing they have in the. so then if I pose the question why did nature choose water as a solvent why not any other molecule? What is special about water that nature has chosen water? So uh, why not H2S? Why not any other molecule? So in that, if we if we think about it, now we have to give certain examples. Now we can talk about that hydrogen and oxygen, they are involved in a tug of war, for example, where the chemical bond represents that Uh, you know that rope that we are talking about. Now oxygen generally wins the tug of war because more electrons are there towards the oxygen. Now when the more electrons are there towards the oxygen, there is a negative charge that has developed and the polarity has been created. Now this is the individual property of water. Now there's one which is the individual another is a collective or cooperative property. When one molecule talks to the other that is a kind of non-covalent interaction, so it gives a property of the system, systemic property, which is completely different. It is thus important to emphasize that the material properties of water are encoded within its structure. Now after saying that we come to hydrogen bonding. So it is not only asking a lot of questions, but also simplifying using less jargons and um, know uh, and then coming to the actual name of what it's called by the way it's called hydrogen bonding so we come to the technical terms at last and uh, so that is that is one
0: way to do it Uh, yeah yeah that that sounds very interesting so now how do you visualize the gradual development of the classroom that you'll be teaching Now, the gradual development
1: of the classroom now, when we, again, if we divide the things, the first thing, obviously, the curiosity level, which can happen by giving a lot of examples, using less jargons, using questions, curiosity-driven questions, and also, uh, you know, relating daily life examples, giving daily life examples. For example, if I have to start a course on bioenergetics, which is, again, a part of this curriculum here, uh, so, uh, which is basically an energy transaction that happens between our system, which is the body and outside environment. So, if we have to explain that, we s- we can say that we feel generally, if everything is fixed, we feel more hungry uh, in winter time than summer time. Now, why is it so? Now, if the moment we pose such a question to the audience, they, they will think about it because this is something they perceive true. So, what happens in that case, what is the outside temperature during winter, say 5 degrees? So, this temperature gradient between the system and the surrounding, now I'm coming to system surroundings slowly, which is there as a part of So, so but I'm coming it through an example which they can relate to. Right. So, so, the gradual progression, as you as you said, the first thing is to develop the curiosity. Now, next step, obviously, is development of the skill level and the conceptual development, which, because it can be certain terminologies, it can be certain, you know, guidelines, theories, methods, all these things, this has to be, which guides each subject. That has to be developed. And then, applying those theoretical precepts to to the actual domain. So uh, in that case, because the domain will present itself in various guys, different situations where they have to apply the theory. So then it it can become uh, different types of problems that they can solve and go back to the theory, go back, come go back and forth problems, you know, solving. So that will again instigate them to think and. Uh, And then also the type of examples you choose is important. Uh, So once, if they are crossing that, you know, the last part will be to uh, look at the possibilities. Well, there is no right and wrong answer there. This is just possibility. Can you see this possibility? Have you developed an eye to see the possibility? If a reaction gives you A, B, C, D product, so, each in 25% can you rationalize why 25% of A is formed, 25% of B, 25% of C, 25%. If A and B is formed, C and D is not formed. Still, can you rationalize why that is not formed? So, you know, you pose, you take one reaction and you go deep into it. You investigate a lot of. So, that is the last level. Wonderful,
0: so that, wonderful. Is. that That's... Sound very, very interesting. So, I, I think uh, this discussion will go on once you complete this semester and you observe how the students have reacted with it. And we will come back to you again, we'll ask you the questions. And we'll check uh, what results you found from that. So thank you for joining sure. us today. Thank you so much. And we look forward to meeting you again and discuss about this uh, in future. Thank, thank you. you, Dr. Javadi. It was nice talking to you. Signing off from today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to tune in to the podcast of Center for Education, Innovation and Research. Navrashna University, Vadodara.